Welcome to Business Leader Breakthroughs, where we help unlock the potential in you, your teams, and your business. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We'll share insights, experiences, and stories on achieving breakthrough success in business and life. In addition to a podcast, The Breakthrough is a coaching and advisory business that provides programs for business leaders, owners, and managers to develop your skills and capabilities to boost your business and enjoy a better life. To learn more, click the link in the episode show notes or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. Mike, welcome into this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, great to uh, be here again. Great to be here. Uh, We've got a topic we'd like to discuss today, and it's around mindfulness, something that many of us have probably associated with meditation, Mm -hmm. uh, yoga. uh, There's probably an entire movement uh, currently around people living their lives in a Mm. more mindful Mm. way, Mm. everything from taking uh, care and thinking about how you're eating to taking time out to to ponder uh, life. What's our context around mindfulness? Our context is mindfulness at work. And that's at both levels of physically at work and mindfulness in kind of operation, if you like. It's based, steeped in the Eastern tradition, particularly around around Buddhism. And it it is about simply being present and open in the moment. Now, you know, at the moment, yeah, for the last few years, the last maybe 20 years, it's probably been well, 10 to 15 years, it's been in, coming into vogue pretty heavily. Yes. A lot of association with meditation, which is wonderful, uh, as a, you know, we're both proponents of, of yes. meditation. But mindfulness at work is a different piece. And it really is quite a fundamental philosophy that we've got in our programs yes. about uh, the stuff at work is they're actually all vehicles for exercising mindfulness. And there's no meditation involved. Mindfulness is simply being present and open and engaged in the moment. I guess the setting for that is that most of us live in default settings. We cruise on autopilot. We do what we've always done. Our brains, uh, you know, they use a lot of energy. So what what our brains like to do is seek out the familiar. Our brains, our minds are always likely to go for the easy answer over the right answer. And habit. Because habit habit takes very little conscious thought. It's something we can just cruise on through. Uh, We've probably all done that one where we've driven to work and gone, you know what, I actually can't remember a single part of that that drive because it was all on autopilot. It was through, through habit. And if we bring that autopilot state into our uh, workday mm. life, our chance of greatness is reasonably slim. Uh, our path to greatness is somewhat blocked. It even. is. It yeah, is. and I think the autopilot bit is, again, our brains, the, the habit bit enables our brains to, to switch off. And our brains, because they consume 75% of our energy in a day, even the thought process consumes energy. So quicker just to go to what you know, stick with the habit, stick with the instinct as opposed to the conscious thought. Before we get to how you might uh, build mindfulness into your work environment, what does the lack of mindfulness look like? Uh, More of the same. It looks like doing the same thing over and over and somehow expecting a different result doesn't happen. Mm. I observe a lot of people operating in the busy and yeah. they they are in this mindset, oh, I've just got so much to do and I've, mm. I don't know, don't have enough time to do it. And they're really just jumping from one thing to the next, not really being very present around what is this task or this next project mm. that I'm doing? Is it going to add value to the organization? Is it mm. the best next use of my time, my resource, mm. my energy? Mm. And really just jumping from one thing to the next. We see a lot of, uh, or I observe 
observe a lot of people doing inbox reaction. So mm. what's the latest thing that's arrived in the top of my inbox? Has it got an urgent marker on it? Cool, I'll just jump in and start start doing that. Totally. Not actually stopping to reflect and, and be mindful mm. about uh, is that the next best thing to be doing? Kind of, kind of mistaking activity for results. Yep, that's yeah. great insight. We, we saw a recently a very good example of someone who is in the middle of a project and they've got lots of bits and uh, but they're all just bits and they're just transactions and they're solutions to this problem and that problem and that problem and and you know he's he's trying to juggle all these pieces in fact what's missing is is a thought about what is the bigger picture here yes you know I've got a whole agenda of things I need to get done and move forward and shove through etc etc what is the overall piece and how does this fit and would we be better there's a whole layer of thinking missing you can just see that it's kind of unrelated bits as opposed to starting from you know we talked in a, in a, in a podcast about principles yes and one of the principles being you know what is it that we're trying to achieve here and then which would be the bits that would make sense you might come up with the same answer i bet you wouldn't i bet you'd come up with more patience a more thoughtful approach a more thought through approach which is going to be more sustainable and enduring i mean if you just chuck solutions at things and random activities all you're really doing is kind of you know you're like one of those lovely swans beautiful and graceful and underneath their feet are going like this right so they're not actually moving things through mindfully you know to deliberately and with purpose that's always a challenge at work when there's a lot on is to step back and say you know and we've you know we've got a lot of activity at the moment in, sure. these, in these last few weeks and there's a lot going forward and part of what I'm trying to do and I can feel myself sort of struggling with it I want to get in and do this and do that and do that and just hold fire hold on think think about what it is that we're trying to get to the much bigger picture not just the next you know the next few weeks or the next month or even the next three months that's think what do we do now that takes us towards where we want to be in three years not three weeks correct and that doesn't mean you know I can't always sit there and contemplate and because that wouldn't work would it no no <laughs> certainly not look I find some things that work uh, well for me uh, firstly the acknowledgement that there will always be more things to do than there is time to do it in. Mm. like let's just acknowledge that fact uh, sure. I've I've been asking uh, business owners and business leaders for years have you ever left the office at the end of the day and not have another single thing you could do mm. I'm yet to have someone say that's been my my case mm. right so there's always will be more to be done so that suggests that we have to get really clear on we've got more to do than what we've got time so what are we going to spend our, our time on exactly yeah second one that works well for me is my development day which we've talked yeah, about previously yeah. the importance of stop doing the task activity spend the time on the business going how are we going to grow and, and evolve and what does our three-year picture look like not our three-week picture and then uh, I or we as an organization we use a application called Asana for mm. our um, uh, task and project management and figuring out what you do so uh, I really have two core projects that I run one I call my helicopter project right. which yep. is looking at the organization overall giving consideration for uh, where we're headed what's our vision yep. uh, what are the core components people customers products you know that really high level helicopter view literally I review that once a week going you know where are we headed are we still trying to nail these things and then I have my uh, simply called my to-do project Mm. which is where I go right from what is my next most important activity and and that good uh, approach of 
of uh, to do, doing and done, and there can only ever be one thing right. in the doing yeah. column. Yeah, yeah. We can be systematic about mindfulness. We can have systems and processes that support mindfulness, and that's one of them, you know, the principles that we've talked about. So one of the principles we operate on, as you say, is there's only one thing in the doing column. There can only be one thing. It's actually a good mindfulness thing because the easiest thing in the world is to just start this, start that, start that, and you've got 17 things that are underway and none actually getting finished. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you've got to go, and we've talked about this, choose one, it's, that's such a great mindfulness principle. Of all the things you could do, you may only choose one. That will force you to go... Hmm, of all of those, that one there is the most important. That's an act of mindfulness. You are present, you're engaged, you're going, there's all this stuff going, you know, you're actually thinking about it as opposed to just going in alphabetical order or date order or the yes. list of, you know, whichever one's been kind of written over the most with the most exclamation marks, you know. So even that is an example of mindfulness. But you, if you want to go further, that's in the project and that, that kind of prompt. Yes. The challenge is that in the normal course of events, to get yourself into that mindfulness. Go into active mode. When this happens, when you're making, trying to make a decision, when you're trying to have a difficult conversation, stop. Mm -hmm. That's what you gotta do first, right? Is stop. And what you're stopping is your brain. Because your brain's going, it's running through that program, it's like when you turn on your computer, you know, if it's a Mac, it goes very fast, right? Does it, the Windows? We don't have time in this podcast to review, you know, Apple versus Windows, so let's, so after let's the kind of fifteen see minutes differences that Windows afterwards. takes to kind of start. But that's you know that's what goes on in our brain, right? Is there's a whole lot of whirring going on as all our programs of what we know, what we've learned, and the habits of thought, they all run and take us to a place. Stop the program. Stop it there and go. What's the best thing to do in this situation? What is really? There's a lovely quote from. Uh, I think it's the, the Tower of Leadership, something I read mm -hmm. years and years and years ago. And it's something that stuck in my mind. The wise leader looks to what's really going on. And it's such a lovely concept that there's all the stuff and the events and the conversations and everything else. What's the pattern? What's the meaning of what's going on here? And that's, you know, that is mindfulness. Mindfulness at work. So if someone was wanting to start with being more mindful at work, what would be some easy tips for them to get, get started? Well, I guess the next time that you're going to start an activity, the next piece of work you're going to do, whatever it is, stop and say to yourself, is this something only I can do? And that's great a, first question. It's a great first question because, I'm like, oh, uh, well, no, actually somebody else could do it. Well, so why are you doing it? And you might choose, you might go, there's another opportunity for mindfulness because you can go, ah, I'm not even going to answer that question and just do it. <laughs> Slightly annoying, yes. you know, mindfulness question. Or you might say, hmm, well, because they don't or I don't or whatever, and then you, you're suddenly there and looking at the reality of the situation as opposed to the appearance of the situation. So the symptom is, I've got to do this thing, but the reality is, I'm doing it because I don't have confidence in this person's ability because I haven't trained them because yes. et cetera, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Great place to start. I think that's a really good place to start and then trying to identify the next piece that's going to add value or is literally important, not urgent. And we've mentioned previously that idea of going, just pausing for a moment going, yeah. how important is this thing going to be tomorrow, next week, next month, next year? Mm. And it really gives you some space to go, actually, you know, maybe this thing is not that important. And we've done that with our 
our members and quite mm. often what mm. they thought was the next most important thing when they've given it the space yeah. to go how important will this be in a month's time they're actually like you know what that is not the most yeah. most yeah. important thing yeah. i should do next and that's another great mindfulness at work prompt how important is this um because it makes you stop and it makes you think and you have to engage your brain because you when you're saying how important is this you're doing something that our brains actually really try to avoid. Uh, you know, you're asking your brain to do the hardest thing in a way because you're saying it's like priorities. It's going, um, how important is this relative to that and that and that? Uh, and then you imagine a future where you've done that and you imagine a future where you've done that and you say, well, that's a better future than this. And, you know, it's actually quite a calculation. That's mindfulness as opposed to just going, oh, that, because it's, you know, either easier or faster or somebody's screaming for it or whatever else which is just default thinking. Actually choosing, mindfully choosing this over that, it is an exercise in mindfulness. Hmm. So you've been deliberate to that extent. For those of you who may be a little skeptical around mindfulness, and I think there is a, a certain amount of the population, they're like, oh, mindfulness, it's, it's that, all that um, stuff. Yeah. Just think about if you had every single person in your organization thinking very, what we call actively mm. or mindfully, every time they're about to start something, mm. they were going, asking some of these questions. Totally. We've seen it. We know what a difference it makes yeah. to organizations. It's transformational having yeah. having your whole organization thinking through yeah. in that, yeah. that way. So give that mindfulness a try when you're about to start your next task. Stop and ask some of those, those questions about what's going. See how it works for you. And I think that's a wrap for today. That's a wrap. Thanks, Ryan. Okay, thanks guys. Bye-bye. Cheers.